Good morning, church. Let me start by wishing every single one of you a Merry Christmas. And let me remind you that I love you guys so, so much. And I'd rather not be anywhere else on Christmas than to be here with you guys, my Grace Bible Church family. I mean that. So thank you for coming. Let me open up by asking you guys a question. I hope you guys are ready. Who can tell me, show of hands, what these abbreviations stand for? B, C, and A, D. What does BC stand for? Okay. What does AD stand for? Oh, someone said it right. It's not after death. It's two Latin words, amo domine, which means the year of the Lord. And church, over 2,000 years ago, whether you believe in Jesus Christ or not, over 2,000 years ago, time was split in half. BC and AD. But more significant than that, over 2,000 years ago, salvation came to be on this earth, Jesus Christ. But sadly, there are so many people walking around in this world with a BC mindset. When it comes to God, people are still living like if they were living BC before Christ. Sadly, church, Many people on this earth are walking around with a gift that is not unwrapped. That gift is salvation that only comes through Jesus Christ. So have your Bibles with you. Please open them up to the gospel according to Luke. We're going to be looking at where this all began. Luke chapter 2 verse 8. This is what happened 2,000 years ago. Here's what Luke writes. He says this. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not. Why? I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. So the shepherds were taking care of their flock. And this angel, the angel of the Lord, the angel of God appears before them. And they're freaking out. They're scared. And what does the angel say? He says, fear not. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. This word joy in Greek is Koran. Which when you look at this Greek word Koran, it is affiliated to salvation. So what the angel of God was saying, the good news was that salvation was here, but don't miss this. Salvation was here for all people. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter what you have done. And now the angel is going to announce who this gift is, the gift of salvation. Verse 11, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The angel announces on that day, the very first Christmas, over 2,000 years ago, the day that split time in half between B.C. and A.D., he said that on that day, a Savior, Jesus Christ, the gift of salvation was born, came to dwell among us. But notice the angel says that Jesus is three things. He says he is Savior. The man that would rescue mankind from their sin. But he also says that he is Christ, which means Messiah, appointed, anointed by God himself. And he is Lord, the God of Israel himself. So in essence, this angel is proclaiming that salvation 
would come through Jesus Christ and him alone. That all authority from God was given to him and him alone and that he is God here on earth. Emmanuel, God with us. But before all this, before this day, before Christ, people needed to live under the law. People needed to follow a religion. And what is a religion? It's just a list of do's and don'ts. You've got to follow this. You've got to do this. You can't do that. Under the law, people had to go to the, to the temple to sacrifice. Sacrifice an animal, an innocent animal for the temporary forgiveness of their sins. Why? Because they needed to keep the law. Because they were under the law. Religion, church, any religion, you name it, religion tries to close the gap between a sinful person and a holy God. Religion, any religion, you name it, tries to work themselves for their salvation. They try to be good enough. They try to be religious enough. And again, when it comes to God, sadly, sadly, many people, Maybe some of you sitting here today, many people are living with a BC mindset, trying to be good enough, trying to be religious enough. Listen to what Paul says about the law, what he says about religion. Romans 8 verse 3, for God has done what the law weakened by the flesh, he says, could not do. How? By sending his son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemns sin in the flesh. In order, verse 4, in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us. Who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Jesus said, he came not to abolish the law, he came to fulfill the law. Something that no one could ever do. Never. When did this happen? Galatians 4, verse 4. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law. What for? To redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons and daughters. Again, over 2,000 years ago, when the fullness of time had come, the very first Christmas, the day that changed time forever, the day that split time forever between B.C. and A.D., on that day, the gift of salvation came and was born, Jesus Christ came to live among us. Again, before, before Christ, it was about a religion. But after Christ, it's about a relationship. B.C. is religion. After his birth, after his death, after his resurrection, it's all about a relationship. God did not send his son to die a horrific death for a religion. He sent his son so that we can have a relationship with a father that can only come through him. He did not, Jesus did not come for the religious, righteous people he came for unrighteous people, sinners like you and me. Look what he says in Mark 2, verse 17. Jesus says, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. Now you're probably saying, oh, pastor, you don't know what I've done. You know all the sins that I've committed. But Jesus does. And he accepts you. And he loves you right where you're at. Romans chapter 5 verse 8, God shows his love for us that in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for you. Christ died for me. 
He came, Jesus did, Jesus did to show us who God is. Again, to have a relationship with him, to know him. Religion. Religion says you have to obey, you're obligated to obey to be accepted. A relationship. A relationship says you obey because you have been accepted. It's all about a relationship, not a religion. Will you say that out loud with me, please? It's a relationship. I can't hear you. It's not a religion. Look what John writes in John 17, verse 3. Jesus is praying, and watch what he says. And this is eternal life, that we may what? Know you, that we may know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Eternal life is a relationship. Many people, I'm going to dare say, all people know about God in their heads, but they don't realize or know God in their hearts. Sadly, church, so many people are going to miss heaven by 18 inches because, again, they have a head knowledge, but they don't have a heart acceptance. And those people that don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior one day, one day are going to hear these words. Matthew 7, 22. On that day, many, not a few, many will say to me, this is Jesus speaking, many will say, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name. Lord, Lord, wasn't I religious? I went to church every Sunday. I did all my sacraments. I went to confessions. I read my Bible every single day. I came to church on Christmas and Easter, no fault. And watch. Watch what Jesus is going to say on that day. I never, what? Knew you. Jesus is going to say, you were trying to be religious. It's not about a religion. You and I never had a relationship. You never knew me. You never had an understanding of what it means to be saved. It's not about a religion. It's about a relationship, about knowing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I never knew you depart from me. You workers of lawlessness. You religious, righteous, trying to earn your salvation, people. It's about a relationship. B.C., before Christ, religion. A.D., the year of the Lord, relationship. Are you living a mindset of B.C.? Are you still trying to be religious enough, good enough, trying to do all these righteous deeds? Or have you accepted the gift of salvation that comes through Jesus Christ? I want to share with you this gift. Paul writes in Ephesians 2 verse 8, listen closely. For by grace, he says, grace is unmerited, undeserved. For by grace, undeserved love, you have been saved through faith. Faith in who? Christ Jesus. When you believe in your heart that he stepped out of heaven, Jesus did live a perfect life from the cradle to the crib and then he died a horrific death and on the third day he rose again when you believe that in your heart that that was sufficient for the forgiveness of your sins at that moment you have a relationship with God because you've put your trust in Christ Jesus 
Look what he says. And this is not your own doing. Not by works. You can never be good enough. You can't merit your salvation. No one can. It is a gift. A gift of God. A gift. When you receive a gift, you accept it freely. But the person who gives you that gift cost him something. Church, the gift of salvation that comes through Christ Jesus cost God his son. He sent his son to die for you and for me. In verse 9, he's going to repeat himself because we don't get it. Not a result of work. Stop being religious. Stop it. So that no one may boast. Why? Because we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand, beforehand that we should walk in them. We are not. We are not saved by good works. We are saved for good works. Big difference. This Christmas, I pray that you haven't understood the gospel that you do. Remember this. It's not about what you do. It's all about what he did. God sent his son so that you and I and anybody who puts his trust in him could have a relationship with God himself. What is today all about? The very first Christmas that occurred over 2,000 years ago. The day that split time forever between B.C. and A.D. It's all about him. It's all about Jesus Christ, the gift of salvation, the greatest gift of all. Will you pray with me, church? Father God, we love you, we praise you, we thank you for being so generous, for being so merciful. We thank you most of all for your grace and sending your son, Jesus Christ. And I know, Father, I know that many people right now hearing my voice don't truly understand what that means. They're hanging on to traditions. They're hanging on to religion. Holy Spirit, I pray that you move in their hearts so they, they can open up their hearts and understand the great news, the joy of salvation that only comes through the way, the truth, and the life that is your son, Jesus Christ. They will never be good enough. They can't have them realize that your son is. Father, I pray that those of us that have accepted this gift share it freely to be bold enough to proclaim the good news with our words and with our actions so this Christmas could be like no other here in Laredo, Texas, that people who are walking around with this gift unwrapped, they can open it up and see the joy and the peace from the everlasting King, your son Jesus. And I pray all these things in his name. Amen. I love you, church. God bless you guys. Merry Christmas.